You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. You're listening to Lust for Life with Mad Dog Matter. Are we on, babies? My people, it's time to get loose. It is America's number one podcast as voted on by Canadians. Everyone knows this. This is Lust for Life. Things are going to change today. We're figuring everything out. Changing the world. The world will be changed. You probably woke up today going, man, this world is screwed up. What are, what's going to happen? We're going to change it. That's it. To the left of me, my right hand, the ace. <laughs> sweet, sweet, sweet wine. Benji Susswine. Yes. I never, I never say ace, sweet, sweet, sweet before Benji. That's true. This is a first. That's true. Everything changes. It's like my credit. Everything changes. Your credit. your new credit. <laughs> And I don't know if you know this, we have a laugh track now and a crowd track. That's right. We have a warm-up comedian in here working the audience. It the, happens. The audience is just the four people at this table, but it is <laughs> with us making his fourth appearance. Four times. And baby. I believe wow. two weeks in a row, that's never been done. Give it up for the mighty, the one, the only, John Laster, everybody. John Laster. Thank you. Woo! Thank you very much. Do we have much. a nickname for him? The real John Laster. The, the real, real, that's right. At real John Laster, that's my nickname. We don't, we don't trust the phony John Laster. Well, you know, back in the day, you know, there's this guy who's John Laster who said, "What am I, the pony John Laster?" It's like, dude, you know, because I'm asking him for the domain name for my website, uh, and he's holding you hostage. Yes, bro, and he's talking about, yeah, but I'm, I'm gonna start this band down here, and that, yes, the John Lasser a band? band. Yes, he's trying to start a, and I'm like, dude, and, and then, so and, then and then, dude. in the next, yes, in the next sentence, he says, but tons of people hit me all the time and say, hey, you were the funniest guy on the show, like, dude, give up the name, yeah. like, don't be an asshole. Does he right. spell it the same way? Is it J O N? J O N L A S T E R. Spell why exactly can't he, the same name. Why can't he? Add an H. I think if you're, was he a country band? Was he say Tennessee? Dude, he doesn't have a band. He wants a band. He wants to, <laughs> right? So was he like a 16 year old in a garage? Hey man, no, I got to the no. If he was a 16 year old in a garage, I would be more understanding. He's like a 37 year old guy who's talking about starting a band in Nashville, where on every corner there's a band. Yeah, uh, I hate to break it. To, I hate to sound like. You know, oh, family man. of mine. Give up the um, domain It's name. a little too late at oh. 37 to start. To start a band in Nashville. Never too late. That's what I okay, you're right. Never too <laughs> late. But that's like saying, you know, you're 37, you're like, yo, man, I'm going to start a hip-hop group in Brooklyn. You know what? <laughs> Very <laughs> difficult music I to break in that I would say it's a good idea. <laughs> Chances are I'm not investing. you should give up the domain name. <laughs> We're going to be the biggest punk band in the world once our social security comes in. Yes. And it's a little too late. It's a little too late to start your band. And, I'm, and I... And I Called him with some dough. I'm like, bro, I'll give you a couple G's. You're going to throw him some paper. Wow. Yes. He says, yo, let me get 20 grand. What? Really? 20 hey, grand? Thank you. What am I, Walmart? Right. I tried buying I tried buying a domain name, and I offered what 25 happened? bucks, and the guy wanted 1000 I would have gave the guy $1,000. I wasn't. I was like, I would. I would have sent him 1000 bucks. He The, the johnlaster.com, there's nothing on it. He's got it. There's nothing. nothing. There's not even a picture. So I was like, What's dude, the purpose? what is the purpose? And, and not only that, you admittedly are telling me that you know that you know the traffic that you're getting from me. From you me. know that yes. this thing is bubbling for me. So, and he's not even using it. He's not even using it. And I told him I got a guy. He's putting my website together. I'm stepping it up this year. I'm really going viral. 
I really need that, man. Yeah, man, I see, man, I'm getting, I get all types of tweets and Instagram and people think, I can tell that they think that, and give me 20 grand. It's the best thing to happen to his band. Of course. <laughs> best so, thing. This is crazy. He's, he's got residual head. following. Exactly. This is like you having a village in the middle of the woods and someone else cuts a tree down and that's his tree and he just lets it sit there and you go, look, I will give you money for that tree I'll give so you we money. can stay warm. It's a good idea. Nah, man. No, just going to let it sit there. Just going to let it sit there. You're, what's the point that's of cutting it That's a great analogy. It's just sitting there. It's sitting there, we bro. We need to put our hands to the fire. Oh, man. It's killing me. But I like that idea. Is just create band names out of popular things. So you get you get that traffic. Residual. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The Walmarters. Like, yeah, the Harry Potter and the Walmarts. <laughs> or something. My new band, Free Money. What about my band, Free Money? Yes. Like, Ladies and gentlemen, we are Free Money. Oh, my goodness. This sounds horrible after I said it, though. Free money? Like, if that was my band name, it would be like, ugh. I know why people are showing up to those concerts, but... Yeah. You know what free money sounds like? It sounds like one of those country bands that tried to be all hip-hop, like that big and rich. Mm. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Some of that clown stuff. Free money. Unbelievable. Well, we're going to start beef with fake John Laster on this show. That's what we're going to do. We're going to beef it up with him. Yeah, after I... um, Yeah, maybe we'll get a tweet at this guy or go to the website saying, come on, man. Give it up. Give it to the real John Laster. Yeah. Let's have him on the show, and we'll have a debate or some skills competition. From Nashville? And if you went... Maybe like right, a, like right. a free can't throw get contest. Him well, I, I, I would offer him uh, money to get him for his plane, but then he'll just it won't be enough. He'll want forty thousand. He'll want fifty thousand dollars. Can you find me first class? Fifty thousand dollars. Unbelievable, dude. Balls. Yeah. That's balls. How's everything with you? I hope better than. Things are fine. Things are good. I had a weird Thanksgiving, but I don't think I can talk about it because people are listening that would just get upset. Family. No, I ate with someone else's family, and I didn't need to. Oh. All right. I'd say my manager was dating this girl. The what? next day they broke up. Oh, wow. And I went with him. And um, I'll just leave it like that. It, it was kind of weird. Now they'll probably get back together. She'll listen to this. He'll be mad at me. Then I won't be able to go to Mount Laurel to do a gig. Wait a I'm minute. Wait a minute. So let me get this straight. Your manager's with a girl. He breaks up with her. Yes. You go to Thanksgiving dinner at her house? He breaks up the next day. Or she breaks up with him the next day. Day before, was it awkward at the meal? If you're like, oh, some shit's going down? No, no one knew nothing. But but all I'm there with this family. To... I don't know this family. I thought there was going to be hot chicks there to her friends. And I get there. And I'm going to be honest, turkey had no flavor. Ooh. Turkey had no flavor. Super white people. Shots fired. Like 100%, 100% white people cooking. They, just go, no, they don't know how to put seasoning in. Right. White people don't really fool around with seasoning. You got to be. And the white people do are the ethnic white people. Jewish folk, Italian folk. Yeah. Greek folk, right. boom, boom, boom. We're all throwing stuff all over the place. Regular white people, it's like, just get it in the pot and get it to the right temperature. Isn't right. this delicious? <laughs> get Is, it to the isn't right this nice and wholesome? Wholesome, I want it to taste. I'm, if I'm going to gain three pounds a day, it, it better be worth something. Right. You're not going to sludge 35 pounds of garbage. And then <laughs> of we, bland food. And then we did a gig that night that, whatever. It was okay, but it wasn't the best. And we're in the Philly area, and I have my roommate, Anthony DeVito, with us, and we're bored. And the casino is, is a bomb scare. That's a good, the place we play usually is a mecca for women, but no one came out on Thanksgiving. Oh, right. So really? He had the idea, let's go to no, a— No, it goes both ways, because sometimes yes. people do. Sometimes people get cabin fever, and they go running out after Thanksgiving because mm-hmm. they're tired of sitting with the old folks and the kids all day, and they got to do I something. Feel like, I feel like those people are now going shopping, though. Yeah, now you're right. No, you're right because they have the gray yeah. Thursday before exactly. Black Friday. That's right. And she was doing that too. She was like, "Oh, I gotta go to bed. Why do you go to bed? Three a.m. I'm going to Target." You're right. Yeah. What are you they buying at three a.m.? 
that's, order it online. You that's know? some psychosis. That's some that's, weird. No, because that's for sick. Cyber Monday. Right. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> know the rules. That's right. Know your days. Know your shopping rules here, Benji. <laughs> Let's get it straight, bro. I just don't understand this. People, are you not going to be able to buy for everyone else? Or are you buying for yourself? That's selfish. This is the month you should I be think, buying for yourself. But sometimes it's a ritual. That's what people it are is. saying. It's, the, it's like it's a whole ceremony now. Too. Right. Well, we drove by Target, my roommate and I, because um, we were looking for strip clubs that were opening in Philadelphia area, and <laughs> yo, that didn't work out. Yo. And then we That ended would up, be a good idea. That was, they're all closed. What? I think one was called like Boom Boom Tomb or something. It's the talking. worst sounding, like, but probably good. You probably, you know, whatever. Strip clubs out. should open at two in the morning, right after Thanksgiving. Oh, right, exactly. That would Black be hot. Friday special. <laughs> um, <laughs> Cinnamon Friday. And we ate so early. Then now I'm starving at, at midnight. We ended up right. running a diner, and I'm like, well, if this is going to be my cheat day, who cares, man? I ordered prime rib at 1230 in a horrible diner in right the suburb of Philadelphia, and I ordered the rarest piece that they had, and it came out shoe leather. Oh. But I did tear up the salad bar, son. I tore it up. <laughs> salad bar? The salad you, bar was you, fresh. You, you trying to lose like, weight or something? I just, no, doing? but the salad bar had like mac salad and stuff, okay. pasta salad. And the best waitresses late night the best servers at diners. I've said this for years, and this proves it. Meth heads, for some reason, they don't eat, but they can tell you what's delicious mm, on yeah. the menu. Meth servers have always done me right. Yeah. In Vegas, we had a dude. This tweaker was unbelievable. He also cooked. He had no problem having five jobs. No, he cooked the food. <laughs> but he had no problem. Maybe. Maybe now. Maybe. I haven't seen him. Since Breaking Bad Diner? Right. <laughs> Welcome to Breaking Jack Bad Cafe. Welcome yeah. to the Breaking Bad Cafe. I'm your server, Skinny Pete. <laughs> We've got cayenne meth, right. barbecue meth. Everything's blue. <laughs> Cajun meth. Why is this quesadilla meat blue? <laughs> exactly. Um, great. It was unbelievable. This woman was beautiful. Like everything, like body wise, but but she was probably we thought she was in her fifties. I go, Anthony, she's clearly twenty five. <laughs> oh, the poor girl. She's and 18. she her personality was great, but she looks like the queen in Snow White that then gives herself that apple or whatever, so she uh, can become that old lady. Yeah. Like you could just Yo, tell meth meth um sucks um, it out. Yeah, quick. Yeah. I've never tried meth. So, God bless you, my friend. Because yeah. then that black would have cracked. Yeah, then the black, <laughs> the black would have shattered. That shattered. Yeah. Black shatters when you blew it up. Black shattered. Yeah, I never. Yeah, that was uh, that was not appealing to me. See, it's good. It's not that big in in New York City. No, Someone was trying to tell me it is. Thing, I feel like. What's that? Well, it's not really like a small North cities. East. Yeah. Also well, like suburbs. Yeah, suburbs. I feel like breaking. Like I picture the Breaking Bad. You know, Suburbs, yeah. The, the cul-de-sac like, area, yeah, South Midwest, right? Say the cul-de-sac anywhere. You know what I mean? If there's only one way to get into the neighborhood, <laughs> there's meth. people don't know what to do. Then Let's do meth. some meth. Well, I'm yeah. from the desert, I and believe, that's all over the place. I, I, the I believe that it's probably underreported in in New York City, but I will say this, um, you know, because I got a lot of friends that were um, that did tons of drugs. I never remember somebody saying, "Yo, he's got the meth." Thank mm. God. I mean, even in all the after hours that I hung out in, I still never remember somebody saying, yo, you know he's got that meth. Like, I, even though I I, I was uh, I was hanging out with a chick not that long ago that was high on meth. And it it, it, it kind of weirded me out. That is yeah. a, a game set and match. That's a, I'll see you later. I don't think I've been face-to-face -face with someone. Really? On it. She, you know, you, you, the thing is, she said that she's always up and beyond horny. On meth or in general? On meth. When she's mm. on meth. So yeah. she said, so That's she called me. She called me like 620. 
in the morning. Like, yo, what are you doing? I was like, you, I guess. <laughs> and then I'm taking you to a meeting. You know what I'm saying? Yo, I'm not the one to be preaching about meetings, so do you. You know what I'm saying? But I'll be over there in a minute. And, 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 then, I and then I broke out. She was cool. This and then, is and she unbelievable. Was, and she was still high as a kite. Wow. Oh, I don't know, when I man. Left. I know it. Like I, I made said, out with a girl once, weirded, too. I'm pretty sure it was me high. out, though. Because yeah. normally I'm, I'm, I'm all for the gangster shit. But that was a little, you know, like, what have you been doing here for, like, all day and morning? Right. Yeah, you know, the shades Cleaning, was, uncleaning. Right. Messing six, it up again. Were you thinking that maybe, morning. yeah, if it's 620, maybe you weren't the first uh, text oh, she no. sent out. Oh, no. John. <laughs> Here's the funny part. You know who she I got first? Fake John Laster from really Nashville like, flew in. 620. She hooked I, up I, with I, fake John Laster. I bet I was the last. <laughs> yeah, the last. How about that? <laughs> That's how we do here at Lust for Life. Lust I, bet for I, life. I might have not been the first, but I bet I was the last. You better believe it, baby. Big ups. I but it, I, but it weirded me out a little. Yeah, I, yeah. I have As like a should. curious side. I don't think I'm ever. I would never try. I it. would hope not. Uh, but just a, what meth? Yeah, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not. You know what, try man? It. I just, just to me, I never understand the curiosity of something that you see. That me with my my choice of drugs was always stuff that looked cool. In the end, like there's nothing that looks cool to me about scratching your skin and <laughs> no, your I'm not looking at being an addict. Cocaine, what... but I'm just saying, coke look cool to even try it. Meth just some things were just too far gone. Even you, in the you watch Breaking Bad, there's nothing good about that. Right, that windy. But you guys don't have Girl. just a, a curiosity of, of of a life experience. This is a feeling I can only get by doing this. No, one thing. because I also like this life experience of waking up, earning money. Yeah. Hanging out with women who aren't biting their their lip every seven Again, seconds. If there's a way to eating one food, you do not, it once. if you're not, not going to be an addict, right. there's a way you, and you most, guarantee and, you and, only and, do it. And once. keep in keep in mind that you know, like the, the the nonsensical shit that people talk about about drugs. You try it and then you're hooked. That's bullshit. Most people try drugs and never become hooked. So it's something like 80, 80 even with heroin. Most people try it and like, whoa, that was too much. I'm not fucking with that again. Well, I don't know, but I've seen it. No, I'm not saying that I'm like people Neil don't Young, get baby. Addicted. I've seen the needle and the damage done, and it's not a pretty sight. No, baby. I'm saying that most people, though, that try these drugs, like people act like if you go anywhere near heroin, you're gonna die in a in a in a box with no paint on it. You know, I haven't heard of too that many has people heroin written on the top. It's not true. Most people dabble in heroin. That's I'm, not a dabbler, and neither is meth. I know a lot of people who have tried coke with me and was like, I liked it too much, John. That's why I don't fuck with it anymore. And I know more people that. like that than have become but addicts. Of, of cocaine, yes. Mm -hmm. Heroin and meth, I've heard different things. Those don't tend to be I'm sure dabblers. the percentage is higher. Yes. But there are lots of people who've tried meth and are like, yo, man, it was too good. I couldn't. Because a lot of people run when something's really good. We are scaring the shit out of our this guests right now. This is the right greatest. <laughs> because we have no idea where the, the, the intro goes. It happens, right. And baby. we're scared. This is beautiful. Welcome to Drug Talk. I'm feeling better, man. I've been in the hospital, man, all week. My, I, I my, you're talking about your manager. My manager's son got hit by a car. Oh, my God. He's in a coma. Oh, no. Yes, unbelievable. So that was part of my Thanksgiving. I'm sorry, Holy buddy. He fucking got hit by a Is car. Is the kid going to be? He's in a coma. He's in an induced coma, but it's a coma nonetheless. They so, induced That's where it. I was when I talked to you last night. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was standing in the hallway in the hospital. That's why I was so slow hitting you. I've been in the ICU. It's okay. I'm very sorry. Yeah. Ah, he's going to get better. Be okay. He's 17. You know what I'm saying? Like 17-year-olds, like, dude, he'll bounce back. It could have been a lot worse. Was it like you, a When you driver? get hit by a, No. Some guy from, uh, from uh, New Hampshire, apparently. Some old guy from New Hampshire over by Eastern Parkway. But um, I think he'll His be fault? fine. His fault? The driver's fault? Or they don't know? Or... You know, the, the police report was written up as if it was a real matter of fact that they were taking the driver's word. 
Mm. You know, so um, I, I, you know, there's there's no telling. But I think I mean he'll be fine. It could have been a lot worse. I mean, you figure when you hear person car, the first thing you're thinking is dead. Yes. So let's roll it back Always. from there. Right. Always. He's not dead. He he's not paralyzed. He's moving his all of his arms, his hands. He only uh fractured a leg. Could have broke bones. I mean, there could have wow. been a lot. They said his brain from the cat scan didn't shift. Um, he got a bruise, but it didn't. You know, right. apparently the they, there can be a rattling where they yeah. can mm-hmm. see, uh-oh, none of that. So I think he'll be fine. Why did they induce comas? I always wondered that. You are in pain. Your body is saying, we need to shut the fuck down right Oh, now. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Mother own. Yeah, they, so, you know what? You know what's so funny? Tell me. An induced coma is, uh, it's called propofil. It's the same thing Michael Jackson was using to go to, to sleep. That he that they were injecting him with. Are you kidding that, me? No, no, I'm not even. I'm not joking at all. That's what he's under right now. My wow. my manager's son. It's in. It's it's a liquid called propofil. It's an induced coma. And when they wow. stop giving it to him, he'll wake up. He'll wake up, but they have to make sure that his his heart rate doesn't go crazy. They have to make sure that his pain and typically if his pain is fucked up, his heart rate's going to go up because his body's saying, "Hey, I'm in pain." So they keep the propofil in him until they, they pull it back a little bit each time, see what his, how his body responds. Once the heart rate doesn't go way up, that means his body's probably not in that much pain, but no one can ask him. So right. you really have to watch out. the numbers, right? That's right. insane. Real quick, and then we're going to go to break. We're going to set up our guest. We're going to bring in our guest. She's got to be nervous because we've gone all over the place. She's <laughs> like, what's going on with That's these guys? That's what we do, there's baby. There's meth. Yes. There's comas. <laughs> there's meth. Right. There's coke. There's curse words. She seems like a nice lady. Probably never <laughs> cursed in her life. Bless her heart. Yes. <laughs> we are sinners. Um, <laughs> when he wakes up, is it going to be like Uma Thurman? In with Thurman and kill Bill. Is he not well, going to be able to walk? Is he going to just stare at his well, toe and like move? Well, they have to. That's that's his, that's, that's to be that determined. That fascinates me with they comas. They think he'll be okay. My ex girlfriend was induced in a coma. She died, cold blue, lost her heart rate for three minutes right in front of me. Right? Holy yeah, shit. so the whole hospital runs into the room. They hit her with the, the electric clear, all that shit, right? So she flies off the bed four feet a couple times. Um, but here's the crazy part, right? She they put the propofil in her. She's out. She comes back very quickly, right? She wakes up, doesn't remember any of it. And to this day, my ex-girlfriend will tell you that she feels like the loser in all of that was me because I had to see it. But she doesn't to her it, it doesn't bother her one iota. She said, "I feel bad for John because he was traumatized." It's like, still the worst thing I've ever seen. Gee, worst day of my be. life. But for her, she's, she'll still tell you it was ba- it was way worse for him than it was for me because she doesn't remember. So hopefully this guy wakes up, yeah, he doesn't and remember, yeah. and he on. says, hey, so sorry y'all had to see that shit, but, uh, you know, can I get some hot sauce? Because <laughs> the food in here is bland as goddamn. It's bland as Mad Dog's Thanksgiving. Did that white guy cook the turkey? Did he cook that turkey? Them white guys. See how we bring it back around? That's how we do on Lust for Life. Lust for Life. Happy holidays, everybody. Exactly. <laughs> some upbeat for the last seven exactly. minutes. Benji, set up our guest because I'm gonna screw up everything. You you basically okay, help so put this together. Or yes. You put it together. God bless From, you. Uh, and I you're got the, man. the owner of Stand Up New York, Donnie Zoldan, gave. Uh, Gave me the contact. Um, so you are protesting Jimmy Kimmel, specifically the uh, the bit they had where they invited kids on to talk about what do we do to China because we owe them so much money. Yes. One of the kids responded, kill all the Chinese people. Mm-hmm. He kind of laughed it off. Yeah. And continued the show. And that is the point that you are uh, protesting, looking to get him fired. 
Right. Actually, he made a remark. Uh, he said that, uh, oh, that's an interesting idea. Uh-huh. And then later on in the show, he even made another remark saying that, should we allow the Chinese to live? That's not funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not entertaining at all. And uh, having a kid to say these things is not right, is not right. How are you going to educate the kids like that? And uh, I don't think, think it's funny and I don't think it's righteous. That's why I think we must step up. And, uh, you know, in America, in corporate America or anywhere in the world, in the corporate world, if someone does not perform, he or she gets fired. It's happening everywhere. And this guy, Kimo, he does not even underperform. He actually misperformed. So uh, our demand to ask him to be fired is... I think justified. Okay. okay. That we're sets get it to, up. We're going to get to that in just a second. See, a little tease. We rarely mm-hmm. do that before. That's true. That's, Maybe we're we'll like old school radio. We're on our Rachel Maddow shit today. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> wow. Maybe we should super tramp in the booth. Maybe we should start teasing like that That's with guests. Right. Because Rachel's always in. like, now we're going to go to commercial and we come back. That's right. Because that's going to make them wait. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's great. All right. I'm going to go take a diabetic pee. We'll be right back. Lost for America owes China a lot of money, $1.3 trillion. How should we pay them back? Shoot cannons all the way over and kill everyone in China. Kill everyone in China? Yes. Okay, that's an interesting idea. Yes. But as you do also, they don't, can't, can't come to us. You're saying build a wall in China? A huge, great kind of a wall? Yeah. That would never happen. A huge wall. Allie, when you owe someone money, should you pay them back? Never. Well, then they won't lend you money anymore. Oh, and that's the problem. Should this country be forced to pay our own debts? Yes! Yeah, but you just said kill everyone in China a little while ago. What happened to that? Should we allow the Chinese to live? Yes! But then they will all be killed. Yeah, we're going to all be killed. If we kill them, they won't pay us. Well, this has been an interesting edition of Kids Table, the Lord of the Flies edition. I'd like to thank my correspondents, Braden, Ava, Braxton, Allie. You've been wonderful. Let's take a gummy break. Welcome back to Lust for Life. We got, we got triple sweet. What, what? We got what, what? <laughs> the never counterfeit John Laster. Real John Laster. The real John Laster. You got, you got to hold it up to the light. Like the real Slim Shady and the real Ghostbusters. I wanted to get to that. That was a cartoon. They had to be called the real Ghostbusters because there's another Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. Piss on them. With us is our guest, Kimmy. Give up for Kimmy. Come on, everybody. Thank you. Sweetheart, do you want to wear the headphones or no? Are you anti? I'm okay. You're okay without headphones? Yes. Oh, my goodness. What if we play wacky sound effects? What if we decide to become a morning zoo show and be like, bleep? No, I'm just playing. It won't happen. All right. So Kimmy is here. Um, Benji set it up before with the tease. Right. She is a part of a group that has been protesting outside of ABC buildings here in New York City, wanting Jimmy Kimmel to lose his job. Now, Jimmy Kimmel's not in New York. He's in L.A., but that'd be a hell of a commute to go there. <laughs> all right? So you can still... 
get your message out here. There's been protests in what, 20, 30 cities across America? Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's wild. And because you would think it would only be at the city it's done, but that's some conviction. I think yeah. people are doing it in St. Louis. I don't know how much damage will get done in St. Louis, but it's the fact that people are willing to do that. So, all right, let's start with you, Kimmy. Um, you, where were you born? I was born in Hong Kong. In Hong Kong. Yes. Okay. And when did you come to America, my dear? Mm, 1991. It was a decent oh, year. Yeah. That was a pretty good year. I remember that. Right pretty there. good year, yeah. It worked out. We yeah. uh, migrated to Los Angeles first. Okay. And then we came here to the East Coast in 1995. 95. And you prefer the East Coast? Uh, or would you rather have been protesting in L.A.? <laughs> would you like to yeah. stay there so you could protest... At the mothership, lack of a better term. Uh, I think uh, for me, weather-wise, uh, Los Angeles is, of course, better. Sure. Much better for protests. But <laughs> Much for everything. Yeah. Let's say for everything. Let's say L.A. and Miami, if you're going to have to protest <laughs> and pick it outside, those right. are the ones. Or, or be homeless. Right. <laughs> protest. Yeah. Worst place. I'll tell you where they never protest. <laughs> Anchorage, Alaska. Alaska. <laughs> That's it. Oh, look at them. We're wired to say That's why he's my brother. Kimmel could have said that in Alaska. They'd have been like, you know uh, what? We'll let it be. <laughs> Don't do it again. <laughs> Don't let it happen again, Jimmy. Saskatchewan. No, yes. There's never been a union strike ever in Saskatchewan. It's not going to No, it's too chilly. Okay, so you've been out here. Can I ask what you've been doing for a living? Or, like, are you... Um, basically, um, I have no political background. No political background? No, I'm just a housewife. Okay. And uh, because um, I went online and I received an email asking us to sign the White House petition. Okay. For this event? Yes, for this event. And then, of course, I did some research. Yes. And when I saw that, I said... I must do something, and that's how we started. We uh, had a protest on October 28th. Okay. And then November 8th, both of them in front of ABC. Mm -hmm. And then on uh, November 9th, we had the national protest right in Times Square. Yes. That uh, we had more than 1,000 people attending. 1,000 people! And that was really encouraging because Certainly. we just want the world to know that saying this kind of thing on air to the public is definitely not right. It's vicious. It's very, very cruel to talk about killing the whole nation. And then should we let the Chinese to live? Why would anybody say that? Right? And then... Kimo was like, oh, uh, should we be forced to pay our debts? What? Are there any responsibility in this world? And why are you teaching the kids this kind of mentality? Killing people to settle the debts? Uh, it's not right. Well, I think uh, I watched the clip several times. And Tramp, we should probably... Put the clip in in between the segments, I think. I don't think we can get in trouble for that. Or, you know what we're going to do? We'll have people act it out just so pe if we can't get the rights so people no, you know actually, what we're I'm, doing. I'm pretty sure if it's for, like, commentating uh, purposes. Yeah, because people to should e hear it before we discuss that. So let, we'll do that. We do everything on air, just so right. you know. There is no fourth wall here. Okay. So I watch it. I think what they're trying to do, it, it shows the, the naivety of a child is that they think, well, here, this is a simple answer. 
we could just kill China. I almost feel that if it was, you know, we, we owe our debt to New Jersey. We owe this, all this money to New Jersey. What should we do? We should just kill everyone in New Jersey. I, I really don't feel that my interpretation that the child was trying to kill a race of people. I don't even know if a six-year-old knows race, really. Like, and there was an Asian girl I don't in even... the scene as well. So, I mean, that's the thing. I, I think, and especially young people now, they're starting to, the younger generation, not really tell difference. Like, I really, like, race is starting to become, like, the lines are getting devised, like everyone said. I mean, honestly, with the younger generation, John, when I was a comic, if you talk race to a crowd that's mostly under 20 or 25, they get weird because they don't, they don't really see things black, Asian. So when they hear those buzzwords, they freak out. It's like, no, 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 this is just my friend. Mm. So I really don't, my heart of hearts would say that the kid didn't mean it like that. Like, it, it could have been Saskatchewan, which is full of white people, and they would have been just, just kill all Saskatchewan. But that's what I saw. Uh, maybe you're right, but the thing is, yes. remember, would the kid even understand the word trillion? Trillion. Trillion. No. 1.3 trillion dollars. If you are telling me yes. that this was not scripted, well, what can I say? He didn't even understand the word trillion. And why would he think it's important? It's big enough to kill the whole nation? Oh, you think it was, they planned that in advance? Oh, so oh you, definitely. Oh, you think it was written? Uh, uh, I, I, uh, I mean, in my opinion, of course, everybody has their opinions, but then this show is actually um, rehearsed well, have you, and edited me, and then aired, right? Right. Let me, let me ask you this. Have you ever seen the, uh, the commercials with the guy sitting at the table, the 4G commercials with the kids about the cell phones and yes. the speed? Yes. Great commercial. Have you ever seen those commercials? Very cute commercials. No, sorry. Okay, so there's a grown guy. He's sitting at a table with these kids, and, you know, he's asking them silly yeah. questions. But it's I faster, think better than us. It's, yeah. Right. It's, yeah, and, you know, it's, are two things better than one? You know, and there's one kid. He says, yeah, you know, I can do two things. And the guy's like, well, what can you do? And he said, I can do this, and I can do this at right. the same time. So the kids are just answering random. So I think it was more a spoof on a play on the kids will say anything, and he kind of rolled with it. But if you think that it was scripted, that they, if, if your point is that they meant to say that some writer in the back wrote, hey, let's write Kill All of China, then that's a different, <laughs> then that's a different. And also, okay, um, let's assume that it is not scripted. Let's, let's just be... Okay. So nice to think that is not scripted. And I'm putting in a horn to a, a buddy who's a writer in that yeah. circle, and I'm gonna try and get. To, I'm gonna. Try, I'm gonna try and get some insight from the bottom of this. <laughs> and then, and then, Akimo would say, "Oh, that's an interesting idea." And would anyone say that? Well, the reason I mean, the reason that I asked you that is because in in this particular thing that I think he was spoofing, the 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 adult at the table, whatever the kids say, he goes with it. That's how he gets them. To, he keeps them engaged. Like if the guy says, yeah. one of the kids says, "Oh, you know, I, I I have a pet turkey," and then the 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 guy who's the mediator I with like the how kids, this is going. yeah, he's he would he would respond to them. Oh, you have a pet turkey. You might not want to bring him on Thanksgiving, you know. And then all the right. kids kind of look around the table. But he whatever they say, he goes with it. So I think that's what what Kimmel was doing. He was he was going with it. I'm playing devil's advocate because keep in mind I'm black, so you know they <laughs> fired all types of things, and, and we've had our fair share of protests. 
So yes, I'm, yes, so, I understand that too. But if you too. think, but if you believe that, that it was scripted, then that's that's different. And also, I would, and I would agree with that. If it's right. scripted, I would probably. That, if it's just the kid and you're playing with the kids and you're showing that the irony, to me, that's that's more on how the kid thinks. And I even think in Jimmy's tone, he was kind of like, "Well, that's kind of silly." Uh, I, I, I interpret it as that. If it's written. It's kind of a lame bit if it's written. I well, remember watching and, it with yeah. my roommate last night. He's and like, also, they wrote that? I'm like, no, I don't think they wrote that. Because, yes, it would be lame. <laughs> Go on, Kimmy. You me, don't please. know, right? You don't, don't know. know. You don't, don't know. know. But also the thing is, in a kid's show, I mean, so many kids together, right? If it is not rehearsed, who does the camera cameraman knows who to point to? Well, I think they cover everyone. Yes. No, uh, uh, okay, maybe. Or they'll ask a specific kid a question. Yes. It was spontaneous. They, it was spontaneous. Uh, this is a guy who has written for Kimmel. He's written? He's written for Kimmel. Uh, okay. I will not you say his name because this is like some some uh, Seth Gecko inside trading Wall Street. That was but, pretty fast. That, Look at you. That, that, I got that, people in L.A., baby. I can't break it to everyone. But, but I, I really I'm don't. nationwide. But I really don't think Kimmel would say is an interesting idea. And then later on, he even remarked, should we let the Chinese live? Okay, let me ask you this. Have you ever watched, um, had you ever seen Jimmy Kimmel show before? This? No. He never. does a lot with these kids. That's been yes. a bit for years. He, That's when the kids. bits that got him on the map. He would come yeah. in with these fake serials. He does a lot with talk. kids, yeah. yeah. Or, or, it's so, been one of his big things for years. So let's say Jimmy comes out tonight and he says, hey, what I did was very insensitive. I don't want kids to think I don't think that there's a bunch of kids up watching Jimmy Kimmel, but let's just for argument's sake says, say he says, I don't want kids to think that, you know, anything bad should happen to China. And I think that it was very insensitive. I was kind of going with what the kid said. I apologize. I'm going to come out, speak to the protesters. I know it's cold in New York. I'm going to go to L.A., New York, Miami, the protest, apologize in person. Would you be happy? Um, You know what? If he did a very formal and serious apology on air because yes. the harm has been done on air. Yes. It's not like in front of, a, 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 on a specific location. Well, I mean, but. if he, I'm, I'm saying if he did it, if, if he did it on air and you, and he said, hey, I, I was out of bounds, you know what I mean? I, I can see how I talked to some of my, you know, to my Chinese constituents and, and, and I apologized to them. They told me how they felt about it. I now realize how that 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 could hurt and i'm sorry on air would you be happy uh for myself i may accept his formal apology okay i'm just saying it for myself only okay because as of now i've we've seen nothing of course all the headlines said oh jimmy kimmel apologized abc apologized no they didn't because what they are only saying is oh I'm sorry, and I felt a little upset, uh, but, uh, you know, this is all entertainment. Bottom line, they said it was entertainment, and that is one thing we don't accept, because this is not entertaining. It's not entertaining to, to you and yeah, your people, right? Yeah, to me, right. it's killing all Chinese, and should we let the Chinese to live? It's not entertaining. Let I mean, me why you would this. you ask the kid to say, kill all Chinese and, and think it is entertaining? It's because not... Jimmy said that, would you like to kill all Americans? He did say that? He did say that? No, I'm saying because the kid said that and he let it fly. I mean, would you like to kill all Americans? No. Just thought I'd put it out there. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know where that was going either. <laughs> 
just you know maybe you want to take maybe you want to take a shot back, Jimmy. Maybe Here's you're like, chance. you know what? How about we kill all you motherfuckers? <laughs> Just check. It's payback. She said, no. Look, we referenced no. Kill Bill earlier. We did reference. It's, it's vengeance time. It's I, do, vengeance I, time. I, I do have a question. Do you think that in any way Jimmy Kimmel believes any, any, uh, uh, that there's any truth behind him airing that? Or more like what John was saying is the kid some, said something, and his job in, at that point was kid says something, I run with it to try to make it funny. That's that's kind of the the bit was kids are gonna can say anything and it's kind of cute. So there's a very large spectrum of what how they can respond. His job is just to run with the kids. And the response. kids can be wrong. And there was it a, takes there was a while a, there for was a people to be able to be sensible right. and say sensible things and know things. There used to be a television show. It was called Kids Say the Darndest yes. Things. Mm-hmm. So these kids would say stuff like like what you heard on Jimmy Kimmel. But the host job at the time, I'm not sure. I think, I think it was Cosby. Bill Cosby. I think yeah. it was Bill Cosby. But whatever the kids said. He just had to go with it, you know? Like if they said, oh, I'd like to put my mom in the backyard, he'd be like, oh, the backyard, what's in your backyard? He had to keep going with it, whatever the kids said. So, But did they ever say kill a whole nation? Not that I remember. But... But do you I mean, think, this is very vicious to me. I think it's very, very vicious. Right, I mean, but, cruel. But, but you also know there's nothing, there's no truth behind it, meaning no one's actually, no harm actually came from it. No, 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 not really. Because okay. if people heard it and the kids, at least there are a few kids there, right? And you think it's an interesting idea. What would they think? They think that killing people is interesting. You think that message was what of people course, got from it? Of course, they are sitting there, to right? Those kids. The kids are there, and the kid who spoke it, they think it's interesting, too. And also, think about it. When people in the school, there are a lot of bullies, and say, oh, I'm going to kill all of you Chinese. I mean, is that funny? Is that education to them, then? And also, Kimo said himself, should we let the Chinese to live? But I think there was irony in that. And I think, I would hope, I don't know what happens after the cameras, I think it's a type of thing where the parents there or a teacher, whoever's there, clearly then tells the children, you realize we can't kill people. You're not supposed to. But remember now, I mean, this can go deeper than even just the race issue. Uh, When you are young and you watch action movies and stuff like that, you think killing is nothing. It's it's the the whole concept really doesn't even, in a sense, exist to you. You just see a movie where someone gets killed, then you see them in another movie. When I was young, I was talking about killing and shooting people, and I'm, I'm gonna get bad guys. <laughs> yes, or and you uh, don't video have any, games. yeah, video and you don't have any also. major death in your life. So to a kid, killing really isn't final yet. I, I have a feeling. I mean, I can't mm. speak. I'm not in that kid's brain, but to me, it's what's well, again my, the, the, well, the naivety of it is that you just yeah, what's the big deal? Well, just kill them. They'll just show up in the next thing. My my, I was at Thanksgiving. I was with my niece, and my niece still asks, um, can she see? My her grandfather, my dad, who died last. So she's six. She doesn't get that he's gone. Mm. She doesn't. She doesn't even understand yet the concept of dead. She, they just throw the words around sometimes. Right. But then also the thing is now you see so many killings in the school. That's not right. You're promoting this kind of violence, actually. You but know? you do you think there is a correlation between the two? Saying something on late night television to a lot of the killings in the school happen from like mentally unstable people. Of or... course, of course. This. It's possible, very, right. very highly possible. I mean, you hear something; it's there in their brains, in their minds. You and, know, you don't know. And you think the entertainment ends up being a trigger for these things in people's minds? Like someone, I don't know, hears voices, but then they see Kimmel kill 
Chinese people and then that leads to a shooting? I, I think uh, just promoting like killing is an interesting idea is definitely wrong. Yeah. That's all I think, you know. But would you say the same thing about a violent movie that that is, you know, kids are watching? Actually, that's why kids cannot watch violent movies, right? They're all rated, right? killing in PG-13 stuff. Is it in PG-13? Well, they probably shouldn't be up watching Jimmy Kimmel either. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, thing. Kimmel's it's, not for them. Right. Let's just be honest. Right. I mean, it's yeah, not this for isn't, them. Yeah, this isn't... Um, that's the 18 to 35 demo. That's right. really what those shows are for. That's Kimmel's why not they on Nickelodeon, on. right. It <laughs> would be interesting if that happened <laughs> on Nickelodeon. Right, that'd yeah. be a, a whole and different can of worms. And I think that's an interesting idea is he wasn't trying to educate. He was trying to entertain. So his idea was give a very serious topic that adults talk about and put it before children, and we'll get some we'll get some good content. We'll get um. some some good responses. No one's watching it to be educated. Like I understand if he's giving a seminar on on uh, paying China the the debt to China, but he wasn't. He was just trying to be goofy. I'm I a little I'm a little you know I'm a little sensitive because obviously black people you know people have thrown around some foul shit. Yes. So you know I I, I I've been on the other side of the yeah you know I've been on the, I've been on the other side of the fence where you're like okay how much are we gonna let these white guys fucking say. You know, that's what it boils down sure. to. What are we going to let him get away with? But my take on it has always been what was the intent. Yeah. So in the event that, the, it, that, that it was written and there was an intent prior to it coming out of somebody's mouth, then that's a little different. I would concur. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm always about what was the intent of that. Like take a guy like uh, Jimmy the Greek who was fired for yes. saying, yeah, black people. Um, were brought here as slaves, and they and were based, bred to be and they great were in the bred field, to which be led to them great, being great athletes. athletes. Right. So over the course of four hundred years, you which have isn't this a ridiculous superior theory. athlete. Yes. They fired Jimmy the Greek. Me, I said, what was wrong with what he said? Well, he was liquored up and couldn't articulate it right, <laughs> and he he kind of was. He gave those eyes like I'm saying something wrong. Eyes. Mm. He really was. Everyone has discussed that. I don't know a single black person who does not like think. Who thinks that's like foul? It's, right. It's logical. They right. were bred. But there were, but there so were some sense. black people who were livid over that. Yeah. So you know what I mean. I'm just saying that you know that that that, that there's different perspectives even with within a culture. So I can I can you know I can kind of see both sides. But to me, I'm always like, was there right. some intent? Well, you know, if, if if you say something like, you know, uh, I I think that you know all gay people should die. Yes. You know what I mean? Even in an entertainment realm, to me, that's like, wait a minute. That could cause, you know what I mean? The that could cause people to go out and be like, yeah, you're right. The, the, you know what I mean? Where did there, you stand with Tracy when he said that if he had a gay kid, he would kill him? I, that was a I, huge I thought, thing in the circle. Well, in, in well, the scene. well I, I, I think that he has, because he's talking about his kid, I thought that, he, you know, he almost... He could almost get away with it, but yes. I can see how that's that was a big deal. But but there's a little you, you, whether we like it or not, there's a little hate in there. There was mm-hmm. definitely toward, toward gay people. There's some that's a little there's a little hate speech in there, bro. A little bit, yes, certainly. You know what I mean? Th- there's a I, and and not to say because we can't be oversensitive. You can't say that he doesn't have a right to feel the way he feels. Certainly. Well, that's the fine line, and that's one of the reasons why you're in. We're discussing this. I just, I Mm -hmm. just don't think that there was. I don't see. I don't believe 
that anyone wrote this. I believe that yes. it was a spoof on Kids Say the Darndest Things. Yes. But I, I mean, I do understand when you say kill China, maybe he should have backed out of that bit right. or said, of course we well, can't I- kill them and found another Right. Another way to, to, to find the funny. I actually think they didn't realize that people were going to respond the way they did because totally they could have not. cut it out. They're, they sure. it, totally it, it not. seems to be. But again, it's it's it, and it's the problem that exists when when people say there are no black or probably there are probably no Asian writers sitting there to say hey. But they that, have standards and practices that felt a little. Yeah. But still, if you're in a room full of people who don't get it. Yeah. That's how the shit but comes out, and I, nobody checks it. That's the only way. Yeah, they said there is a monitoring system, but yes. where is it? No, and there, actually, there is a monitoring system. It just doesn't include anyone that looks like you. Mm. <laughs> no, but also that that um, the monitoring system is only good when the people who got monitored know exactly what is wrong and what is right. I mean, if if the monitoring system is just a machine, it's just a system or something who's no, not doing a, that and, actual and, thing. And there's a, actually a group of people, but I'm just saying, if if what these people who are monitoring it, if it's not offensive to them, then it's gonna they're gonna let right. it go. So I'm just saying that a, a people that that think the way that you think are not included in that monitoring system because there there are some times where people have said foul things. Sure. And there's there are no black writers there. So and then there's this uproar, and they're like, "Oh well, we didn't know." Yeah, because there's nobody there in mm-hmm. the room that was black that was like, "You probably shouldn't say well, that, homie." I sit next to our standards and practice person every time I'm on set for the show, and uh, the TV show, and she's a black lady, and she is a hawk during rehearsal, and anything that she thinks is, uh, I've just seen it, stuff that is comedians, we mess with each other. It means nothing to us, but you see her go, this could offend someone. We're not going to have any of this. Yeah. And she's a hawk on it, and right. God bless her. And we're going to end up having her on the show eventually, too. But uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I would think, God, it's, it's a tough job because you, you, you don't want to stifle creativity. Right. See, like I said, this is the fine line. Like you were saying a second ago with hate speech. We are allowed with the First Amendment, God bless it, to say whatever we want. And we have the right to be wrong and then have to deal with what comes with it. And then have that goddamn podium come out. That's right. (laughs) That's right. And we we're just trying to be funny and we're trying to entertain. And a bunch of Chinese people standing there like, get your ass off the network. That's it. But there's a line between hate speech. Okay. And I I am not pro hate speech at all. No. And there's a fine line. And sometimes and that's where we get in arguments a lot of times. Is this just someone goofing? Being funny now, I'm a cultural differences, or is this someone who wants people dead? If now here's here's this is gonna sound fucked up, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Mm-hmm. Now, Amen, baby. if one of those kids had said, "I think that we should kill all Japanese people," I think there would have been because we bombed them. Mm-hmm. So I think somebody would have caught it. Like, whoa! I don't know if we should say uh-huh. that again. <laughs> I yeah, I have a feeling. And we yes, dropped a bomb on them. Standards and practices. Right, someone in standards and practice might have been like. I don't know if we should be choking right. around too like soon. that. We dropped okay. right too soon. Exactly. Right. <laughs> too soon. There would have been a too soon flag that went up. Up too soon. Two bombs well, dropped over. And there. it definitely wouldn't have but been I, Israel. They wouldn't definitely anything anything Jewish. They definitely that wouldn't have passed. I guarantee think, that. But I think to kill right. That yeah, would have been too yeah, soon. Yeah, that's oh. exactly right. If you have the political power behind you, people well, I mean, exactly. wouldn't care. With Jewish folks in Japan, though, I mean, those are tragedies, though, that are still. I mean, seventy years, right. eighty years, but it's still. Well, I think if Harkins you have a, on people, well, and I think that's why too, that would have got cut. Also, too, I think if you have a if you have a group of people that are sitting there, mm-hmm. 
in the damn office. Right, but what happens if you get a group, you, you try to cover all your bases, and I guess this is what Mad Dog was saying before, you end up not allowing for them to have any, you're kind of suffocating the creativity. Cause I think every that's single terrible. I think you're better off with a protest every once in a while. Yeah. I really do. If, if it's going to stifle creativity, right. that's interesting. Right, because you don't want to be sitting there with everybody just scared to say anything, which is what's happening. Because well, yeah. we all think things, and we need to be able to say them right or wrong. And, but I, and, but I, that's but, the chance of the but, entertainer. But, but, but whether you get away with saying it or not still comes down to who you are offending a lot of times also. I agree. Yes, you know exactly. I mean? You know what? I think as a host on a national TV, uh, people should say things righteous. You know, I, I really think so. We would not say things to hurt other people. I think even though we want to make jokes, we won't make that kind of a joke. But We've, Jimmy Kimmel does that, and he's been doing that for a very long time. He makes people, he, he, he's kind of a dick. That's his, so that's that his is, thing. That's so his that thing. is not right he's to a, I know, that's but not right. He does a dick stick. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, I guess my question, you're trying to get him fired. Do you think someone deserves to lose everything he's been building his whole life up to to reach this point, he, one one show out of uh, thousands that he does, he deserves to lose his job over that? You know what? I think he has been doing something uh, bad already, but uh, probably um, not bad enough for us to step up and say, fire chemo, you know. And over, actually, I've heard people saying that he's been making fun or making jokes, vicious jokes on us, on Chinese, for for, for a few times. Oh, y'all been getting so, it for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, so you guys have been getting it for a long time. I think uh, we, this, as you say, there has to be a, a line, you know. So we said, hey, this is enough, this is not interesting, and we don't accept it. Yeah, they yeah. used to get us until Sharpton permed his shit up. Once he permed it, once, <laughs> once Al Sharpton, yeah. Once Al Sharpton got that perm, boy, all that, all well, that, uh, yeah, you black people, this uh, brought it to a halt. So you guys got to get somebody with a perm. <laughs> That's what a, we learned from this. <laughs> Chinese dude with a perm. You got to get a Chinese guy with a perm <laughs> to come we on We don't TV. look really good in, in that. <laughs> you don't, look well, you don't know until you try it. That's right. Don't <laughs> knock it until you try it, Kimmy. Well, this is what I thought initially, and, and this is about a point you're bringing up. I, like I said, I watched the clip. I don't think it was hate, in my opinion. But what I think it is, is it was time for you all to strike because I've discussed this a lot. The racism towards Asians tend oh, to be a little oh, more relaxed. Man. Oh, they let it fly. I have seen people use the racial slur for Chinese people. First of all, they use it for anyone Asian. Yeah. And, uh, and they're all it's, Chinese. It's, it's all Chinese to <laughs> no them. Matter, no matter what you are, And I won't Chinese. say the word in front of you, but everyone knows it it's rhymes to think. And uh, <laughs> it gets used a lot. Open air. Open air. By the same people who would then say, if they, well, this guy then used the N-word. They would never... Oh no! They would never say the N word out loud, but they a- they would say that. And there's not a there's not a standard of equality well, in I offense don't, I don't there. Really, I don't so I ever feel like remember. You, I don't yes. ever remember the Asian protest over this. So this could be the first time this that we've it. seen them say, "Hey, you know yes. what? Yes, We're tired of this." I said, "Really, we are tired. You have to stop. I mean, we have our own dignity. Yeah, you know. So I'm." I'm so glad that a lot of Chinese um, gather together and do these protests. And uh, now that uh, even though 
um, the protests are over. We are still united, and mm-hmm. we are going to uh, set up our own organization for some pro-Chinese uh, movements going on. So that is um, a very encouraging for us. I think mm-hmm. it's good. Yeah, okay. I, I think that most of these networks speak money. So if, if, if you are going to stop spending, black people are, you know, I, I think the best people to exercise that, Jewish, my Jewish brothers, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You say something foul about Jewish people, Anti- they got it together. League, we got that shit. I love it. <laughs> and gay people, gay people, yes. don't get it yes. twisted, are just as good or they're right on your heels. Mm-hmm. You say something foul about gay people. They're out there. And then how bro. about the the gay Jews? You don't mess with <laughs> gay you Jews. That's who runs Hollywood. That was that joke. Done. That was that joke at Larry Sanders. Yeah. You Black make people, peace. we're right behind them. We're yeah. we're on their heels though. So you know, you say something foul, it's like okay. Here what about comes, gay Black Jews? Comes, That's the crew waiting to have gay, <laughs> gay Black Jews. You, you are You're done. done. But 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 the but the the language that they speak though is we're not going to spend with you anymore. So, you know, if you guys get together and say, hey, you know, we're not buying these products. I mean, that's the way because we tried the marching and all that. And it gets, you know, some of those marches get hairy. But I but I feel your pain because I think that you can say foul things still. The Asian thing, you can still throw it out there, like you said, right on air. And, and there's no, there's no, there's no, you don't have to pay for that. An interesting idea is, like I said, Jimmy Kimmel's been been being a dick on air for I don't know how many years is he eight eight nine years? He has oh, longer than that. Man show, right? But I, but I, I, me personally, on this one, I, I'm not gonna. I can't really say that unless unless it was written. Can we really say that Jimmy did this? There's some, you know what I mean? I'm, right. I'm, I'm he, not saying he, it's, he was, it's not under his umbrella, but I just I'm 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 having a tough time saying unless we are going to, to say that, that that he wrote this, like you know what I mean. Well, you know what? Also, I guarantee that this has something to do with it too. Who was his, his uh, famous ex-girlfriend? Sarah. 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 She got in trouble with the Asian folks for that bit, which is an anti-racism bit, but she had to use some language to mm-hmm. convey the ignorance of her friend and other people. And you know, her character she played was of a bigot. That was the character, and right. the purpose of doing that in comedy is to show the ignorance of them. And Archie Bunker, right. uh, Don Rickles, stuff like that. Unfortunately, sometimes people don't get the irony, kind of like with the Beastie Boys or Dice yep. Clay initially. And sometimes these people become what they're parroting. But I, I have a feeling that if he was never associated with Sarah Silverman, that it wouldn't come on as strong. Oh, but I think that's some of what you're probably hearing of his history. His history is well, he was dating someone who got protested, who mm-hmm. did that joke on Conan. I don't know. I think that this stands alone. Possibly, or I, yeah. Or, I think this one stands. I think this I is kind of like that watershed moment where they're like, "All right, man, enough." You know, you know he's I, a I public figure, so whatever he said, that's him. I would say that's him. So we start to fire him. You know, I, I we, we wouldn't say, "Okay, uh, oh, he said this, but uh, he's not really writing the script. He's just uh, uh, it's uh, his franchise. Signed it's his to franchise. do that, but um, you know, he said it, and he's the public figure." Right, but Just you're like, drawing the line when it was about Chinese people. Meaning, he, like I was saying, he's been doing this for eight or nine years on the air. You're saying now he's crossed the line? No, I am. I would say that it's finally that we gather together, say it's enough. Enough is enough. We cannot take this anymore and stop. You know, uh, you know, saying all these uh, irresponsible, insensitive, vicious comments against us. So it sounds to me like Kimmel could be the lightning rod for we as Chinese 
people are tired. Yeah, we're t- you know, Jimmy, right. Jimmy's the lightning rod. I think it's that. Like I said, yeah. I, I don't think this was the worst thing that's been done to Chinese people, Definitely but I think not. it's it's the stand has been made down here in Jungle Land. A little Springsteen lyric mm. to lighten it up a little bit. But I think that's what it... I think it was the straw that broke the camel's back the in this straw, situation. Yes. Yeah, like, It was man, like, all right, we're not yep. going to take this. Yeah, you got one more time to say something about egg rolls out here. We going to slap the shit out of you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Kimmy's feeling my pain. She's like, enough great. with the jokes, Pimpin. You might... Can you grow a perm? You might become the Asian representative. I could maybe be you guys Asian should, representative. Maybe you guys should hire sh- a black dude yeah, to represent you. I should hire you. you. You should hire me, Kimmy. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know how baseball. I will lead the Asian, uh, no more Asian joke revolution. <laughs> yes. Remember, the baseball union was never strong when they had baseball players running the union. Then they got Norman uh, Miller, Yo. and then they got Donald Fier, and no one effed with them after that, baby. That's what I'm you talking about. You had to get about. a union guy. This is your union guy. I always wanted to wear like a. Okay, I'm not going to say it. That you was, say whatever yeah, you want. You want to dress nah. like you remember the Commodores? Do whatever gonna, you want. Then I'm going to be thrown out. <laughs> then we're going to protest <laughs> you, you I'm son of a bitch. Protest me. Can't even be protesting the damn Lust for Life show. I was going to say, is there something to be said for uh, just letting the market decide that if people are offended by what Jimmy Kimmel is saying, his viewers will stop viewing and then he'll lose his job because he's being insensitive as opposed to enforcing a specific standard of this is what's appropriate for television and I'm going to make sure he loses his job for it. Uh, I I am not saying that we are setting a standard for television, but um, I would just uh, want to make sure that people who are hosting, who are public figures, be more responsible and be more sensitive. And uh, after all, we are all human beings. Yes. You cannot say that. You cannot say just kill another person to settle a debt. Very simple, as simple as that. So no one's allowed to say that at, in, in, in any form of television? Um, uh, I would not do that. No. <laughs> I would not do that. No. Yeah. I mean, after a while, it's going to come down to money anyway, because at, at a certain point in time, people are going to say, I mean, you, you just have to say, okay, we're not going to spend our money. We're not going to support, you know, because there's, there's whole swaths of entertainment now. They just say what that have just gone off the deep end with sure. black people. Like Fox TV, they don't even care what they say about black people anymore. They could care less. Well, conservative radio. I, yes, I, they have lost it. I don't think I've told this story in the lost air. Lost it. We're driving cross country from <laughs> Austin to LA for gigs. And my buddy who's driving likes to listen to the conservative radio just because, you know, he hears some crazy stuff. Oh, it. man. And this is right before the election last year. Yeah. This is unbelievable. This guy's really angry white <laughs> dude. You can just tell what he looks like. And he's, you know, who's going to vote for Obama? And this isn't even the real racist. I'm going to get to that. But this is the setup. He's like, the, the crooks, the beggars, the, oh, the, the low crap. lives. And my buddy turns to me and goes, oh, black people, right? That's yeah. what this means. Goes to commercial. There's a bumper going into commercial. It's this dude doing a voiceover. The bumper goes, we's all's going to get rich because we's going to vote for Obamas. And we turn to each other. Comedians <laughs> for over a decade. So we have heard the foulest, most politically incorrect care. thing. And they we turn care. to each other and go, this is the most racist thing I've heard. <laughs> and right when that happens, we see a sign, welcome to the great state of Arizona. <laughs> and we go, exactly. That's why it's on now. They don't, Arizona, even, they don't even care. Last state to right, but legalize I, Martin Luther Martin King Luther or the King second Day. last street. No, uh, they were last. Was it, it was them King or New Day. Hampshire? They, they were last. Okay. Martin and, Luther King Day, Arizona. And that's last. accepted on conservative radio. They don't care. Right. Well, the other to the other side of that is saying Racist. you're not allowed to say certain things on your own radio show. You can be wrong. The, 
I'd rather err on the side of being wrong and, and sure. bring the protest when you go way too far than, than just squish everything. But I'm just saying that there are certain segments now of conservative radio that are so mad yes. that Obama's in office that they say anything about black people. Well, the, look, here's the, yeah, they're, I they're agree. low life beggar, yes. yes. <laughs> beggar monkeys. Yes. Beggar monkeys. Beggar monkeys. You don't they're think beggar black, black monkeys. people in some form are saying things about white people? I don't know. I don't think oh. so. I mean, I'm sure there. Everyone's I'm got sure, an old black uncle like I'm, these white folks I'm, today. I'm sure there are, but do you I'm have? Do you them. have a segment of black radio that would do that? Do you think that there is? I don't know. The, I don't know where we would. None of get us to. do. Right. I'm black, and I don't know where you would ever find that. So. Right, but just well, like because I now you represent the Chinese people, That's they right. don't let you in on the secret radio <laughs> I station. I represent All right? the Chinese people. I represent the Xinhua, so we're gonna you're, do this. You're baby. like the RZA. The RZA should represent the Chinese the people. The Wu Tang. You guys should call the Wu Tang later right. on. RZA would handle business for y'all. Shut it down. To, to bring it, I know there are radio stations that say things about Jews, and I, I, I guess I, I'm more afraid to go around really? censoring. Oh yeah, for sure. Like white, white oh, Aryan yeah. race people. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. See, they have. The, here's the thing: as long as it conservative radio, but yeah, that's the same thing he was talking about. Right. As yeah. long as it doesn't lead to violence. But there, do you, the do you KKK really think has the right a, to, to say but their opinion? Do you opinion. think that there's a segment the right of, 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 of Jewish radio that are talking about the Aryans? No. Well, the we same thing with black people. Right. Same thing no, with no, black. No, right. We don't have a right. segment but, of black radio that's but, like, oh, we hate these people. Nah, we don't. You know what, dude? You need to go get a job. It's only one hour a week. <laughs> hour Funk's a week. After Funk Master Flex's show. On GTO Ghetto Radio. He brings in uh, the Israelites. <laughs> yeah. Right, the five start. percenters. Unbelievable. We're going to start wrapping this up. A uh, couple more questions. Kimmy, here, well, here's my question. With Kimmel, you guys are trying to get him fired. Mm-hmm. Now, after he's fired, is he allowed to take any other job in show business? Would you let him go anywhere else? Because he would, the minute he got fired by ABC, um, I hate to break this to you, uh, the minute he legally could get signed by Fox, they would scoop <laughs> him up, and Letterman would scoop him up and lock him down to replace him when he retires. I mean, I'm just—I'm telling you that. He would, would you be, be there. Willing to, do you remember the minute you, he got fired? What was, he would get signed by wait Letterman. Wait a minute. What was without what was, a question? Or, or or he'd be over it. Serious. What was um what was the guy's name? The the nappy headed hose guy. Oh, oh I miss. I miss. Oh, yeah. the Don Ivis, right? And he's talking about these black the, basketball the Rutgers. players, the Rutgers players, who were the best in the country at the time. And he said, "Yeah, you know, I saw him on TV. They, those are some, those are some nappy-headed hoes. <laughs> what are you talking about? Why would you call college women athletes who are who are? But that's his shtick, nappy-headed hoes. But the problem with him, history of being a racist off air at uh, nappy. He just for no, I mean for no, these women didn't. They there was there wasn't an interview anything. Yeah. He just." Fired That's out. what killed him more than Nappy anything. That home. joke, that history, because Fred Norris would impersonate him on Howard all the time, because mm-hmm. he would just drop the n bomb at WNBC, which is very all offensive. The time. Because to say nappy headed was it's almost like talking about Asian people's eyes slanting. You know, like it, it's such a, it's so dis- yeah, personal. Sure. You know what I mean to this group of people. Nappy head. Where first of all, what do you know about nappy? And then to call him host. Nappy had a right. Wait no, a minute. But wait a minute. Fast forward a week later, he had another job. Yes. With a black news lady, which was hilarious. Like, had another no, job. look at him now. It's, Fast forward name? a week later. So you're right. Should they fire Kimmel? So if Kimmel gets fired and he gets hired by someone else, will you protest where he gets hired at? Oh, I won't protest him getting another job, right? But if you say anything against us again, saying Kim or Chinese, we're going there again. We are protesting him again. 
I don't CBS, care who is Fox would so, him instantly. Do you think it will it, it will help your cause? You know, he does have a lot of fans. He gets fired now. Maybe it could, you know, backfire on 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 you guys. You know what? Um, it's funny. Everybody says about uh, backfire. I I always think um, a villain. It's forever a villain. Forever. You know, forever. You cannot say that. Oh, he, um, he now he's not doing it, and he now becomes a, a, a better person. Hopefully, hopefully. But whatever he did is still a villain. You cannot say he is now a good person. Oh, so there's forgetting. no redemption. There's no, no, no redemption no. for this I, guy. I said, I said, I. You have to think about it. Whatever have been said is already said. Is already done, and the hurt is here. You know, and I don't think you know uh, a villain could be saying, "Okay, I'm now. I didn't kill anybody. Now I I just killed someone, but I put down my knife." You know, so he's still a villain. You think so? Even though back to John's point before, his in- you think his intention was to be evil, um, or to I, be funny? not not righteous, definitely, but not evil either. Um, I think his if, goal is to be funny, to make a no. But what be- about should we let? All the Chinese to live. I still think it was misguided, but it, I think his when he said that he goes, "This could be, it's a good callback to what the kid said before." And now I'm on television, so I'm gonna I'm gonna tie it. So together. you believe there was some intent? You think he on was Jimmy's trying to part. be? A, I think his intention to people. laugh at us and to just uh, you know just kind of discriminate against us. The intention is definitely there. It's definite. The intent was there. Okay. Yes, okay. I, I, I have no doubt about you that. You think not it, even any enough. doubt about that? If a tragedy that. happened in China today and millions lost their lives tomorrow, Jimmy Kimmel reads the paper and sees that. Do you think he he's happy? Um, do you think he actually he won't wants, feel anything? He wouldn't feel anything. He would I don't not think feel. So. So you don't, don't think, think he has so. any ch- true friends that are Chinese or Asian in his life? Excuse me? You don't th- do you feel that in his personal life, if you went through his Rolodex, if you went to his wedding last year or earlier this year, um, do you don't think you'd see a single Chinese person surrounding him that he's associated with? You don't think he has any friends? E- even though there is, it's just a friend or I can't even say a friend, maybe an acquaintance. I mean, but that you, doesn't change anything You think to deep me. down he has... Real resentment, anger issues, hatred towards cha- Chinese folks. It doesn't change anything to me either. Discrimination, definitely. Wow. It doesn't change anything to me if you say something that 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 um, that incites uh, negativity toward a group of people just because you have a black friend. No, oh, like that to me. Right. You know, but people that's been the old getaway. Yeah, I never got ever. that. Right. Oh, I got yeah, six I never black friends. That. Right. I never. They always know exactly how many they have. Right. Well, right. <laughs> exactly. Well, then the other thing, though, too, is there are some people who have a mentality that, well, this guy's okay, but I don't like them. Yeah. You know what I mean? That John's a special black guy, but the rest of them, eh, you know what I mean? So yeah. to me, that's not a get out of jail free pass either. No. You know, I don't. I don't believe just because you have an Asian friend that you it don't, excuses that means you, you don't from hate saying them. right. I hate a, most of my friends. So. I hate <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I don't. I'm not buying that either. I don't think that 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 uh, lets you off the hook. But I have a tough time. Uh, Kimmy says that she believes it, 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 that there was intent. intent, and that is my like I said at the beginning of the show. That's, That's where I draw the line. Intent. If there's intent, Certainly. then I have a problem. If you say something with no intent, like I, I believe Jimmy the Greek, I don't believe that there was malicious intent. I don't think so. I think proof was with Jimmy the Greek. I don't believe there was malicious intent. I it, believe there was malicious intent with Don Imus. 
I think he's a racist. Don yeah. Imus uh, is clearly I racist. Believe that out was, of question. Right, and those are two That's different guys that are on yes. the air, and I have two different feelings about things that two guys got fired for. In my opinion, what Jimmy DeGree said to me is non-fireable. Yes. To what Don Imus' intent, all right. Jimmy died broke. Keep it moving. Sad story, man. Uh, that guy clearly was not a racist. No. If you read all the facts and you no. see the documentary, he was no. dear friends with Irv Cross. Irv had And everything back. he said was the truth. Yeah. Like, who could, what, what? Psycho would argue that oh that's not true really that's how we yeah, got here that's that's true we're gonna wrap it up I'm gonna throw you one more here throw me a zinger what about Michael Richards where did you stand with him I thought that what he what he did was something that clubs needed to decide whether they were gonna Michael Richards goes on stage and he says hey you know how dare you talk during my got show. heckled by a you, uh, you black nigger, guy in yeah. the ba uh, balcony you, you niggers would be hanging from a tree with a fork years up ago. your ass years ago so. Who the fuck are you? To me, it's up to clubs as to whether they want to book him or not. How he got right, out. Right, but that's kind of let the market decide. I don't. To I me, that's let the market decide. But what else are you going to do to him? He's an independent contractor. Do you feel he was racist? Because Paul Mooney. Oh, who, very racist. Because Paul Mooney oh. had his back, and Paul Mooney will find racism in water. That cup of water judged me. You know they what? Want me to drink again, it. And I love Paul, Mooney. I'm a, a huge fan a, of Paul a, Mooney. Again, to me, Paul Mooney's uh, uh, like just because you have a black friend doesn't mean that you don't have those feelings. Okay. You know, so to me, that doesn't excuse him. And that doesn't, and, and it definitely doesn't mean that outside of Paul Mooney, that he's not acted in a bunch of negative ways toward black, black people, people or had those feelings and done things in accordance. I just, as mad as I got at somebody, I, it just, that's not what's going to come out. You have to be in a special place in your head for that to be your response to some people in the club bothering you. I would think there's some uh, real issues inside him if that's the Without choice question. he made. Yes. Without question. And just because you have a black friend, oh, look, but look at my black buddy. Like, come on, get the fuck but out But if you're of going here, to have God. a black friend defend you publicly, it should be the black guy whose material is 102% race. Like Paul Mooney. <laughs> Paul Mooney. Who could be interpreted in his act as racist against white people? Uh, a lot of people have that issue with him. Yeah. I just think he doesn't give a yeah. shit. So, yeah, I love Mooney. Good. I don't know. I don't. For me, man, I, 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 I felt Good. like you know it, it's up to the clubs. Let the market decide that. But you're gonna stand there talking about you black people be hung upside down with a stick up your ass. Well, I think you, his you, thing you was niggers, you niggers need to get out of here. Like, come on. Twenty a hundred years ago, this is what they would have said to you. I don't know why you even go to that. like. It's just yeah, they probably would have. But why is your head going to that How now? How did you get there? It's because he's heckling you and he's black. And it, the first thing's like, we should hang that blah, blah, blah. And that's right. that's where it goes. No, it says something about him, for sure. Oh, it's yeah. It's unbelievable. How did, yeah. Like, when when did that just float to the top of your head, bro? <laughs> <laughs> you niggers would yeah. be hung upside it's down. Like, really? It's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. That's crazy. That's unbelievable. It's crazy. Uh, anything in closing? Kimmy. Yes, actually, um, because of all the support, um, uh, we have set up our own local association. It's called Chinese Association for Progress and Equality. And our mission statement is now more long-term, to safeguard the civil rights of all Chinese in America, to promote the cooperation and better understanding between Chinese and other ethnic groups, and also help this generation and the future generations to develop and progress in America. And um, CAPE, C-A-P-E, Chinese Association for Progress and Equality. I hope more people will join us. And our fight for equality and justice, it's forever ongoing.
Thank you. And as this thing progresses, we might be calling you back. If something happens, Kimmel gets fired, you'll be the first person we call and bring you in, and we'll discuss this, and we'll yeah. try and get Paul Mooney. Yeah, so that's if he defends it. Thank you so much. Thank we you for having me. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank, Thank you, Kimmy. so much, John. Thank you. Thank Benj. you, Benji. <laughs> Let's do some plugs, baby. The best of BS on Twitter, but please, please, please check out StandUpNYLabs.com. We got shows. We got podcasts. We got, uh, we got a web series coming out. We Check it out. Get on board. We got cool shit Good happening. Work, man. Uh, oh, man. Special promo code LUST for Lust. all our fans out there. Half Lust. off tickets. Half off. To uh, Stand Up New York. We got shows uh, every night. Every night. We never miss a night here. So. And, and guess what these shows are here? Hotter than fish grease, baby. Exactly. Hotter than fish grease. Fish grease up in this piece. That's how they do it at Stand Up New York Labs. Bench. Holla at your boy. At Real John Laster. That's right. No Twitter. phony John Lasters around at, here, baby. At Real John Laster on Twitter. And um, hey, we might just kill all of Nashville. Uh, <laughs> we're get, killing get Nashville. Website. To get rid I, of that dude. That's right. I'm going to kill all of Nashville to get that JohnLaster.com website. Um, but I'm I'm gonna have to get the website up um, this week. So on the next podcast, look at look at how I'm leaving the damn a cliffhanger. This is like here. a Batman episode. On a cliffhanger right here, you will get my website because it's going up this week. My boy's working on it as we speak, and I'll let you guys know what it is. But real John Laster, Twitter, Instagram, John Laster uh, on Facebook. I'll let your boy. My dude, at Mad Dog Matter on Twitter, Mad Dog Matter on Facebook. Send us thoughts, concerns, questions. Potential guests, if it's you, if it, and if it is you, do me a solid. Please tell me what you've gone through and what your story is and what your angle. People are like, hey, do, can I be in your podcast? Sure. Okay, what do you want me to talk about? Done. <laughs> Bye, Felicia. You're out, baby. You're out. I can't handle it. Come with an agenda. We're here to tell people stories. And yeah, be a listener. I love people just want to be a part of things. Don't listen to the show. Well, I don't know. I don't. I don't understand what goes on in your show. You don't listen. Then why do you want to be a part of it? Bye bye. Our thoughts and prayers, young Miles. Miles, get yes. well. Yes. Absolutely. Get well, Miles. Young God Miles, bless you, brother. Young Miles, Mirable, uh, you, pulling through. Please pull through, my dude. Please yes. do. Uh, everyone, mad love to you. Keep supporting the show. Keep spreading the word, man. Get people listening. We're just trying to tell stories, bringing in people, having some fun with it as well. Cause life's tough, baby. We got to smile at some of the ugly parts too, and that's what we do here, baby. Either that, or you end up on meth. No meth, baby. <laughs> no meth. Exactly. No. In the booth, Mad Love, the Super Tramp, AJ Friedman, my dude, yes. producer John Fatigate. He's somewhere like in the Alps or something, doing something crazy on vacation. Something fly. We got Midnight Express, Jimmy, Donnie, woo, uh, Gabe, Uncle Billy's gonna get another one. Uncle You're... Billy, holla at your boy. That's your nephew John talking. My dude, that's, that's right. It. Uncle you... Billy, what it do, baby? Mad Love, the Nick Madden for the artwork. Mad Love, the Timothy Styles, T.J. Fogarty for the music. All my people out there, God bless. Stay gold, pony boys. Be who you is. And remember, till next time, we all are worth a million in prizes, baby. Booyah! Game set, man. Kimmy! Thank you. Up in so here, Kimmy, baby! We get it done on a Tuesday.